Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. In your life, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've done, for all that He's doing, and for all that you will continue to do, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you. 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 We thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this privilege to be counted. Among the living, not just among the living, but also to make an impact. Father, we exhort you in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands to the heavens. Let's pray. As the eyes of the servant look unto the hands of their master, and as the eyes of the maiden to our mistress, so Lord, we look up unto you. We look up unto you as the altar and the finisher of our faith. We look up unto you that all light proceed from. We look up unto you. For you said, is there anything too hard for you to do? Ask of me and I'll give you unto the nations for your inheritance. Father, hands are stretched towards you. And Lord, we ask that may you send us help this morning. May you send us help this morning. May you send us help this morning. You send your word and you heal for their diseases. As your word come, O oh God, let sicknesses be healed. Let diseases disappear. Let confusion, O oh God, receive clarity. As your word come, O oh God, let that person who is at a place where of depression, let them be healed, restored. Let the garment of joy, let the spirit of praise enter into us. Let us live here energized, empowered to make impact. Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You can slap your hands, God, for Jesus. Slap your hands together and take your seat this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, we thank God this morning for what he has already started. Do you believe that God has started something new with you? I said, do you believe that God has started something new with you? You are the right place at the right time for an encounter with the Holy Ghost this morning. He sent forth his word and his word healed. This morning there will be healing, there will be deliverance, there will be direction. As the word come, you receive your prophecy through the teaching. A word will come unto you this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank God for this morning. So great, so blessed, privileged to stand upon this pulpit. 
um, to acknowledge grace, what grace has made available, and the labor and the sacrifice of a man, and to give you this, to give me this opportunity, and to want to celebrate the labor, the sacrifice, the love, the years of sacrifice of my father, God's oracle prophet Bernard, or Bernard Maslishen. Can you help me celebrate my father? You see, this puppet represents his life, his ministry, his sacrifice. So when he entrusts to do anything, you have to know that it is somebody's years of labor, sacrifice, his integrity that he has built. And so whatever you say on this puppet, you don't say because you feel like saying. You say it, or you say whatever you say, you say also with the knowledge that it is somebody's integrity that you are standing on, that your words can pollute this altar. So when you're given opportunity, you know that it is out of somebody's sacrifice that you are standing here. Somebody has used his anointing, his influence to gather people and give you the opportunity to minister so that people will see you as you stand there. Can you celebrate my father once again? Thank you, Daddy. God bless you for this trust in me in the name of Jesus. I remember so I said, let me wear a spectacle today and remember I'm very ready for Cape Coast. How ready I am, I am for Cape Coast is that I have watched the first program we did at CNC. I have the videos. Um, this week, uh, Festus came to my house. He was watching some of the videos. Say, hey, you see, we have come from far. Uh, one of those videos were watching. The, it was so amazing. When Papa got into the meeting like that, he picked. He said he called one usher, somebody who. So we gather those meetings. Papa go there like we are going. Look, some people are working there. We, we are not being met. And so one of them he said, "Come, take your phone. Dad is number." He said, "They pay." Who are you? Where are you? What's your name? What, no, 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 I didn't say what's your name. You mentioned your name. Um, one, I think, is uh, I've forgotten the name. Mentioned the name. Mentioned, said, Where are you? Said, I'm at this place. Come. He said, Dad, another person, another number. Number, full number, and everyone is, I know. Dad, another person. You call, said, you, you mentioned your name. Are you this? Are you here? Are you here? Rush, come. Last speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. The place, the place was full. The prophecies were on point. So I believe it's, it's, it is in place for Papa to go back to Cape Coast as his beginning his outreach ministry. Um, there are people in this church right now who were who are members of SM because of the Cape Coast outreach ministry. Uh, it has given a wife even to Mass Praise. Amayosi was part of those from the Cape Coast. Um, outreach ministry those days in Cape Coast it was so amazing so we are ready to go there um, and I know that some of you I know will drive along with us um, and go there can you celebrate our father once again very amazing gift of God Romans chapter 13 I want to celebrate the first lady of the house this is me Elbenard Nation. can you celebrate her and my wife I think she was the children's service all men of God, all protocol observed. Anna must be given whom, um, to whom Anna is due. Romans chapter number 13. Romans chapter number 13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are there, say amen. 
If you are not there, say, help me, Jesus. All right. So last week, I began teaching on the culture of Anna in the kingdom. And my father asked me to continue the teachings. Romans chapter 13 from verse 1. Let every soul. Can we read, can we read together? All right. Let's read together. Romans chapter 13. Let's read together. Let's go. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisted power, resisted the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror, a terror unto good works, but to the evil. Would thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee, for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God. A revenger to execute wrath, Upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For this cause I pay ye tribute and pay your tax. They are God's ministers, attending continually upon everything. The last verse, verse 7. I'm not hearing some of you. I want to hear you, brother. Let's read the last verse. I want to hear the church. Let's render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Let's read the verse 7 again. Render therefore tribute custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. There are people who you can meet, they can tell you that at the end of the day, you fear me. <laughs> you, you, I will show you, you will see where, somebody said, I will show you where power lies. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The culture of honor it's a hidden culture, some forgotten culture, but in places where effectiveness is seen, you see the culture of honor being there. And in places of high discipline, you see the culture of honor being there. That is why when God wants to compare his church to certain institutions in scripture, you realize that one of the things, institutions he compares us to is the institutions of the military. And he speaks of that there, there is a difference between a military and a civilian. And he speaks about the discipline a military carry. You see a sense of honor. You see a sense of honor. When you enter into um, a, a military institution, um, a security institution, you will see honor. You will see 
someone coming and salutations is coming off left, center, right. You don't see them arguing. You don't see them insulting. You don't see them choosing. You don't, they, when they see rank, they respect rank. The reason why the military is the most dangerous force on earth is because of their culture of honor. It's because of their discipline. It's because of that. They are trained that way, built that way. Because it, it, because it is the order and the culture of honor that makes the military effective. That makes the military effective. That makes the military effective. That is what makes them strong. And so when Paul talks about the church, he compares the discipline the believer must have to that of the military. So in Romans chapter 13, Paul speaks, um, Paul speaks about Anna bordering on the subject of authority and how to work with people. Paul makes us to understand that there are people when you meet them, you must acknowledge them. There are people for your own good, for your own safety, for your own productivity, you must acknowledge them. There are people that you must fear. There are people that you must reverence, reverential fear. They are people. They are people. They are people. <laughs> Four legs good, two legs bad. All animals are equal. First law. Second law. Some are more equal than others. <laughs> uh, oh, you do not read Animal Farm, so you are lost. <laughs> animal Farm is a very powerful political literature. But it lets you know that they are at a certain level where distinction is made. Distinction is made. Oh, all of us are Ghanaians. But... <laughs> You are not, if, if you see the president car coming, say we are all Ghanaians, we will not move. You will see what power means. You will see what it means to be in power. So, give, render to all their dues. That is the culture of honor. Render to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to who custom, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor is due. The anchor scripture we have been using this man is when Paul speaks to Timothy and tells Timothy to train the church, teach them to know how they must behave in the house of God. Tell somebody, behave yourself. Some people don't know how to behave themselves. They don't know how to behave themselves. Anna. Anna is a seed. And it's one of the greatest seeds you can ever sow. The seed of Anna. Anna is a seed. Anna is a seed. It's a seed. It's a seed. I said last week that you wouldn't appreciate the culture of Anna in four situations. 
And I said the first one is the situation of death. It is in the event of death that you will know how important is it to build a culture of honor and have people of honor. When you labor for and with people who don't have the culture of honor, the day you die, that is the day you are forgotten. People have labored and built institutions, labored for, but they have been forgotten because the people they labored with and labored for did not have a culture of honor. So in the situation of death, then you will know the value of the culture of honor. In the, I said number two, in the situation of difficulty, in the situation of difficulties, when difficult times come, then you will know the value of serving somebody who has a culture of honor. When things become tough, and a daughter visits the friend of the father who they know that the father has helped to be where they are. And, the fa- and, that, and that friend will say, unless I sleep with you, I will not help you. It shows a person who lack a culture of honor. A lot of us have suffered in the hands of people who lack the culture of honor. That when difficult times came, then they turned their back against you. When you, when you read the, when you read the book of Daniel, you saw the culture of Anna. When, da, when Nebuchadnezzar became an animal for seven years, prophecy though is there, is, is, was there, but I've seen people rebel against prophecy. And for seven years, his leaders made sure that his throne was there until he returned. Culture of Anna. If you are believing with people, laboring with people who lack a culture of honor, in your absence, they will do cool. In your absence, it is the culture of honor that makes people stay faithful and true to what is entrusted to them. Culture of honor. Bible says that Moses went on a journey just 40 days. Just 40 days, when he came back, Aaron has messed everything up. Just messed everything up. There are pastors who can't leave their church for even a single Sunday because they have sounds of billiard around them. Even, now even in your presence, they are dishonoring you. How much more in your absence? So in the moment of difficulty, then you know the value of people who have honor. And I said, in the moment of offense, yeah, offense, I've seen people display high sense of dishonor when they are offended. People who dis people when people are some people, when they are offended, they forget who you are. They forget what you have done for them. They don't know even how to speak. In offense, then you will see. It is in offense then you will see. Somebody telling you, Pastor, stay out of this issue. You have not been invited to this issue. 
I always say to people, when somebody tells me about an issue happening in their home, and I, and, 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 and so, Pastor, I don't know when you come in. I said, it is in such situation that we would know whether this person unless us or not. Because anybody that when they are offended, that forget about the authority over them is a person of dishonor. If we have, if I've never confronted you, Papa, I've never confronted you and spoken that this thing you are doing will not accept it before you are not, you have not yet. When we confront you and you still embrace authority, then you are a son of honor. You are a son of honor. So in that season of offense, and I said in the season of establishment, abundance, when people are established, when people are established, when people are established. Now, when we call you, you will come. But when you have ten houses, will you come? Will you come? When it gets to a point where you have more than the person who helped you, will you still be around? So, in the season of establishment, you will know the Anna level of people. And Anna is a seed. Anna is to recognize people for their sacrifice, for their labor. Recognize people from their, for their struggles. Recognize people. Anna is appreciation. Not just to recognize, but to also appreciate. It is possible to dishonor people even though you are doing what you have been asked to do. It's possible to dishonor people when you are asked. When you are asked to do something and you are doing it, but in your heart you are speaking ill, it is dishonor. It is dishonor. It is dishonor. It is better not to, not to obey an instruction given to you than to do the instruction anyhow. It is dishonor. Oh, don't think far. Haven't you ever given, if you are, some of your leaders here, haven't you ever given something to somebody to do? And the way they are doing it, you tell them stop. Because they are doing it, but they are dishonoring you in still doing it. In still doing it. Maybe you are, you are, asked, to, you are, you are, you are asked to sing. Today, the one song M.I. sang, I look at Pastor Gideon and say, Hey, tell M.I., you sang one old song. I said, I said, hey. Papa said now 70% local. And I've seen how Igwe has given himself to the local songs. Today he sang a when he when he sang that I said, hey. At a point, Petra was good at local songs than, than Igwe. But now, some of the songs you're going to sing, give me Petra, that is, uh, is, are we all Nigerians? Igwe <laughs> could have said, I'm not a Ghanaian, and so I will, I will try and do. But Igwe consciously, consciously, consciously. Why? He is not just doing, he is honoring. And so, you can do something you have been asked to do and still dishonor people in it. And so dishonor people in it. That is why the Bible said, God, look at King. 
and said to Cain, this your sacrifice, I have rejected it. It's not that they did not bring the sacrifice home. So one of the scriptures we used last week on, in, the, in the book of Malachi, let me read that scripture here. We, in the book of Malachi, we read a scripture, Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. He said, a son unreft his father, and a servant his master. If I then be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts unto you, priests, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have ye despised my name? He said, you have polluted bread upon my altar. And ye say, wherein have we polluted thee? Ye, and in that ye said the table of the Lord is contemptible. The verse 8, for the emperor said, if ye offer blind sacrifice, that means you are offering sacrifice, but in the sacrifice, you are dishonoring me in your sacrifice. That means that you are doing, yes, I said everybody should bring a sacrifice. You are bringing your sacrifice, but in bringing your sacrifice, you are dishonoring me by the sacrifice. So there is a sacrifice, there is a service you render that speaks of dishonor. God smells dishonor. God smells dishonor. That is why God's God, God, God came to um, Samuel and said, Samuel, I have rejected Saul. I've rejected him. I have rejected him. Because I smell dishonor. Bible says that once Aaron and Miriam were speaking against Moses, God appeared because God smelled dishonor. And when God smelled dishonor, God appeared to them. So God can smell this honor. So you can be doing what you have been asked to do and you are still operating in the spirit of honor. This honor is like leprosy. It's contagious. This honor is like leprosy. It is contagious. This honor. Are you here this morning? So the seed of honor. Anna is a currency. 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 I've said one of the currencies you can build is a currency of human capital is the relationship that you build. The relationship you honor can reward you more than your certificate. The relationship you honor can reward you more than your certificate. I've come to realize in life that one of my currencies is the currency of honoring godly relationship. Honoring people. Hey. Those who open to you mostly by how you honor the doorkeepers. How you honor the gatekeepers. So, Anna is a currency. Anna is a currency. Anna is a currency. That you must learn to sow. Anna is a currency. So, today we are looking at 10 people that you must honor. I'll, I'll, I'll finish. I'll do best and finish. I'll do best and finish. So, 10 people must honor. A person without a culture of honor will be used and be discarded by others. 
a person without a culture of honor will be used and be discarded by, discarded by others. You know, there, there are some of you, you work with certain people and they are now at a place of greatness, but you cannot get close to them because of this honor. Because of this honor. When you play with a prince, when you become a king, you don't play with him as a prince. He's a king. He's a king. He's a king. If the king is in the house, he's the father. He can play with the child. But if the king does not teach the child the culture of honor, and the child comes in public and dishonor him, in the place because the throne of a king is established in honor and righteousness. And anyone that shows dishonor must be dealt with. And so upon that throne, a king can sentence the child to death. Not because of him the king, it's because of the throne and, the, and, and what the throne represents. And what the throne represents. And so most people don't know that this friend I started with, this person I'm working with, he has gotten to a point where in public I must honor him. Like one, one person in one government official, official who was in a, who was in, in, in a vetting, and the friend was asking him a question. Say, oh, is it at work? Uh, it's me, oh. It's me. If, if anybody would do that, why me? You are supposed to say, no, 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 no. This is not, <laughs> this is not. You watch, you watch that video? This is, a, this is a friend who did not know the difference between a friend and authority. So some of you, that is how you are. Some of, some, that is how some of you, you dishonor the business of your friends and collapse their business. Your friends start business, and they say, oh, Mommy pizza and back, mommy back, When you have money, you go to other restaurants. The day you don't have money, you go to your friend's shop. To go and eat for free, you dishonor. People don't know how. I've said it here sometime. One day I was in my house. Those, those days I was coming from Kumasi to Accra every Sunday for church, one day I was in the house and I received a call from Papa and the call was that, he said, then we have a pastor, Abraham Asamoah, some of you should know him, he was an usher, like Akosibons is there, and Papa said, God said I should make Abraham Asamoah a, past, a pastor and so from this Sunday he is a pastor as prayer life. When, when, when Papa called me and said that when he, when he, when he was done, Right there and then, I changed the name of Abraham Asamoah to Pastor Abraham Asamoah. Right then, I don't struggle to honor people who leadership have delegated to be in authority. I don't struggle. Most times before I go to Papa's house, even if you have to come to most times I'll, I'll call everyone. I'll call, I'll, I'll call Prophet Ashon Kote. Are you there? Is Papa up? Come here, I'm still there. Some of you, you, you are going to Papa's house. You get to the gate and you are blowing your car horn. Are you correct? Hey, you are going to Papa's house. You are blowing horn. They should come and open for you. Are you there? Are you? I, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Sometimes one day I was there and one, one person was doing it. I went out and I said, who taught you that? Who taught you that? Why? Because over years, people have not... That is why we are teaching you. Because most people don't know and have the culture of honor. Have the culture of honor. 
Master, if the president, the, the, the president was your childhood friend, when, you, when, when, when he is in public and on, on his throne, go there and go and say, hey, Nana, the Asotropa Ubedinon. Asotropa Ubedinon. You'll be there and be saying, Ato is me. Today you are asking me such questions. You are the one to verify for me. People don't know. People don't know. That is why, as I said, I don't repeat again. That is why there are some of you, when some people you were working with have gotten to a certain place, they can't bring you close. Because when you, the dishonor in you, the dishonor in you. That is, this scripture applies not just to men of God, though. He said, Jesus said, a prophet is without honor. And sometimes a son is without honor in the family. And sometimes a junior brother is there. That is our brother. That is our. Minyakito. Minyakito. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, who told you? The anointing changing things. Grace thing changing things. Position changing things. And you must learn how to honor. Watch the mother of Jesus. Watch how he approached. He said, my son, this wedding I am here. You know, mothers like show when they know that their children can do something. He said, so you say, my son, my son you, you can't disgrace me. You Do something for me. Let them know you, my man. He said, Jesus said to him, woman. She didn't say mother. She said, woman. <laughs> it, read Romans 13 verse. If you don't know how to relate to authority, you will die young. easy. Police, police, some of you are always fighting with Ghana police. Then Ghana police. You you are misbehaving. <laughs> park, I won't park. I won't police. Eh. You continue. Continue. There are some of you, you have no respect. For it is to your honor to respect authority. Let authority dishonor themselves. That's your honor. A person of honor said. Paul said, there are, there are people fear must be given to them. People fear must be given to them. That is why when you, when you build your house, you do your best to have electric fence. You do your best to have now all these kind of gates put in there. You must fear thieves. <laughs> you must fear thieves. <laughs> it's a fear to them. So it is the fear of thieves. That the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yes, it's the fear of thieves is the beginning of safety. <laughs> it is the fear of thieves that make you do that. Why do you put password and do all those things? It's the fear. God, you might, there are people you must fear. There might be people you might be fear. Don't go to an IT person's house and be touching things. Put your phone anywhere. Some of them leave your phone in your house before you go. Because by the time you enter, they have the, Some of you don't fear things. You see any Wi-Fi. They say free Wi-Fi. You are clicking. <laughs> your, all your, your money will disappear. Your account. I was watching one and the guy said, I don't need much. I sit at the airport and they will make Wi-Fi free. When you click like that, you fear people. You fear people. <laughs> when, they, when they call you and they tell you, have you received some money in your account? You know that. You continue talking. <laughs> so he said, there are people you must fear. It is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of honor. It's a sign of recognition. 
I remember one day in Kumasi where we, where we stayed, I, I came down and I was this little boy. Then I think around five years or so. Then he has come up. They were at the top, alone by the roadside. And I said, what are you doing here? Go up. It's not safe. He looked down. He looked at me. He said, I can't you so he said, I give you honor. You have fear you. If you had my heart. So even that child understood choosing, which, choosing who to fight. You see, it is not a matter of skill. It's a reason, there's a reason we have heavyweight. We have middleweight. We have lightweight. All of them are weight. But you must fear heavyweight. You must fear heavyweight. You must fear people. You must fear people. It's a culture of Anna. You must go for Anna to whom Anna is due. The first person you must honor, number one, you must honor God. You must honor God. And I said last week that a life to honor means to represent someone well. To honor means what? To represent someone well. A very interesting story takes place in 2 Samuel 11, verse 3. I will not read all it. David sees the wife of Uriah and goes into the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Uriah the Hittite. Now, the Hittite were people engrafted in because we know the 12 tribes of Israel. The Hittite were not part. But by service and servitude, the Hittites, Uriah, had become part of Israel. It's like the Gibeonite. The Gibeonite became part of Israel by covenant. Uh, and so this is how Uriah was. But Uriah has risen and his friends will tell you that Uriah, um, Uriah was married to the daughter of Ahithophel. It was the reason why Ahithophel repelled against David because of what David did. So Bathsheba. So we know the story. David goes into, um, into, into Bathsheba and then sleep with Bathsheba. Bathsheba. You must not be too, you must not fear leadership so much that when they are leading you to folly, you are, some, some, some of you, you have fallen into the hands of some pastors. Leader. Let me pray for you. Also, Nufu. Amen. Are you correct? So, Bathsheba, when David is touching you, can't you say, stop? Why well, I'm afraid. Sometimes I talk to some people and they're like, I, I, I couldn't say no. Um, by the time I was, I realized the man of God has removed my panty. Uh, where, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? I don't, I don't know where that sense of stupid fear, demonic fear, Come some people that when some some of you you are here you, you have been abused by pastors. They say, Pastor, you 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 allow yourself. If you are under 18, that's wrong. 20, 20, 23, then you are also a bomb I'm anointing you. My hands are come to my come to the hotel, come alone, don't tell anyone. Open it and you, you are going. Yeah, 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 you are going. So Bethsheba, why will you allow David to undress you? Without pushing his hands away. <laughs> so we will talk, we'll talk about Bethsheba when you talk about, and when you talk to another point. So Bible said, and the woman conceived, we know the story, so I'm going. Then David called Uriah to come. 
And David said to Uriah, I said the Hittite, because I want to make a statement. And David demanded, and so David demanded, you, you know, you know, you know the story from the verse 8. And David said to Uriah, go down to thy house and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house. And they followed him a mess of meat from the king. Party man. He said, but Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord and went not down to his house. Verse 10, and when they told David, saying, Uriah went not down to, into his house, uh, David said unto Uriah, comest thou not from thy journey? Why then didst thou not go down to thy house? And Uriah said unto David, listen, the ark and Israel and Judah abide in tent. My lord Joab and the servant of my lord are encamped in the open field. Shall I then go to my own house to eat and drink and to lie with my wife as thou livest and as thy soul livest? I will not do this thing. This is a man of honor. He's a man of honor. Never join a leader to dishonor God. What Uriah was saying is that I will know if you have lost your honor, O king, with all due respect, I will not join you to dishonor. Some of you, you join people to dishonor. You join pastors to dishonor. There are sometimes a, a man of God will, set, will, start, will, start, will start a ministry, open branches, and the branch members join their pastor to dishonor the person. It is like associate pastor, associate Pastor Lord encourages his members to dishonor Abraham. But Uriah said, Oh king, I will not. I will not. I will not. And I said, Uriah the Hittite, he was, he is not part of the 12 tribe of Israel, but he had reverence to know how to honor. Sometimes unbelievers even know how to honor men of God than believers. Sometimes. The Hittite knew how to honor. There are people we have met. Papa Kippa said, said, the first person who gave him big money, I don't write as change, was a Muslim. It has not changed. The first person to give Papa the bigger, hey, Anna, say to her. Powers, say to her. Say to her. Say to her. Order, 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 order. Most times, most times I leave those ones to my father. But the way Paris was sleeping, what <laughs> Prophesy. Wow. Hey, if you have not made your mind to go to Cape Coast, if I change your mind, though. Gideon, are you going with us? You are not going. Sure. You are going. I'll sit in your car. We are going to Cape Coast. Wow. Sure. Positive. The prophetic. Me, me, me read for your message. Oh. Um, the day. The, the, oh, yeah, professor, and Friday, Pastor, Pastor, Professor. But the day that the prophetic will come like, my own will come like my father's own. I will stop preaching. <laughs> I've been preaching for 15 years, for three years. Anywhere you see me. 
Somebody say prophesy. Oh, my father, my father. <laughs> Never join a leader to dishonor God. Never join a leader to dishonor God. Never join a leader. And I'm speaking to you. Don't join a leader to dishonor God. You are blessed to have, in a, in a certain, in a great measure, a pastor, a father of integrity. So you will not, you you will not see, face some of these things. But some of you have been in ministries where you serve a pastor that dishonors God, and you contributed. A pastor sleeping with church members. You also open up yourself to dishonor God. Never. So Uriah was a gentile. But he said, David, I will not dishonor God. I will not dishonor. So honor God. Don't join your spouse to dishonor God. Don't join your spouse to dishonor God. I said the first person you must honor is God. Never join anyone to dishonor God. When you see anybody showing sense of dishonor, Withdraw yourself. Withdraw yourself. Jacob said, my honor, don't be with Levi. In their anger, they slew a man. In, he said, in their anger. So he said, my honor will not be with Levi. There are people you must not join them. Honor God. You honor God by obeying the instructions God gives to you. 16 years, don't travel outside. 16 years, Papa stays in Ghana, honoring God. Don't make the frustration, the excitement of the people cause you to honor God as a leader. So God came to Moses and God said to Moses, Moses, yes, you stroke the rod and water came. I chose to honor you in the sight of the people because of the need of the people. But because you dishonored me, you will not enter into the promised place. There are pastors that God have cut them short. There are pastors who sometimes, not every time, but there are pastors who have died early because they dishonored an instruction of God. They one day Papa sent me to go and preach for one of his sons in December. And my... My grace is to teach and to preach and minister as God leads, but that is teach. So if I come to a place, what, don't expect me to sing whilst I'm preaching. No. When I pick the microphone, I am preaching straight. That is what we know. That is not what we do. Preach. But I was going there the second day, and God said, when you go there, don't preach. Give an instruction. So when I went there, I read a scripture and said, I said, for the first time in my ministry, God said, don't, he said, I should not preach. I should give an instruction. And I give the instruction. Then Papa Sam said, in all the three or four years they've been in ministry, he has never seen certain people respond to these instructions before. He said there are people that he was shocked that they came forward for that instructions. Because he, has, he, he, he never thought they can do it. And beginning from that night, testimonies. Why? I could have gone there and said, God, what is this? I must still preach. But I said, you honor God. So you must never follow the people to dishonor God. Honor God with your instruction. Honor God with your time. Honor God. Number two. I said ten, so let me have a few minutes. Let me try 
and go over it quickly. Number two, honor your parents. There, there is no negotiation when it comes to this. Honor your parents. Exodus 20 verse 12. Honor thy father and thy mother, that the days, that thy days might be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Went for a funeral yesterday. There was a man sitting in front of us. Move a bit. But I didn't, so I went out because of noise to pick a call. And when I was done talking, this man was going out. He said, stretch his hand. He said, how are you doing? I started just talking to me. Started encouraging me. Just talking to me. And then one of the things he said, to, he asked me, are your parents alive? And I said, yes. He said, honor your parents. Honor your parents. I've written this point down. For, for long. He said, it doesn't matter what your parents have done, honor your parents. And it was as if somebody had sent, God had sent an angel, a messenger to speak to me. Not that I honor my parents everywhere, I know, so, and, but speaking words, telling me things, and then just encouraging me. Honor your parents. Whether they took care of you or did not take care of you, honor your parents. When you are, if you have any arguments, tell you the scriptures. One of the things Jesus spoke of often in all the scriptures is honoring your parents. Matthew chapter 15 verse 4. Jesus was annoyed at them. He said, for God commanded, saying, honor thy father and thy mother. And he that cursed father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thy might have profited by me. And honor not his father or mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God of none if et by your tradition. Matthew 19 verse 19, Jesus says again, Honor thy father and thy mother. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Mark 10, verse 18. Jesus said to them, Why, why callest thou me good? There is none good but God, but one. That is God. He said, Thou knowest the commandment. Commit not adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy mother and father. There are a lot of places in scripture. Jesus said, Honor your father. Somebody said, my father, my father did not treat me well. Jesus said to his father, this cup is not fair treatment. This cross is not fair treatment. Lord, if you can make this cup pass over me, but if it's your will, I'll honor it. So even in the place of shame, Bible said, when the father saw, he turned himself. Yet Christ honored the father. Honor your father. Tell somebody, honor your father. Honor your mother. I don't know what your father has done to you. But the scripture says, honor them that you might live long. I said, it is honor to a person of honor to render honor to others. Not because of them, but because of themselves. It is because of who you are, you must learn to honor. So you must honor your parents if you want to live long. Honor your parents if you want to live long. Never joke with the words of your father. Never joke with the words of your mother. When we tell you that there are seasons where you must give 
your biggest offering to your father, your mother. You know, hey, let me, if you have never done that before, do it. You come and testify. You will know that there are prayers in your, in your, on your mother's tongue they have never said for you. You know. There are some blessings that are provoked. They don't come just by birth. That is why when a servant honors a father more than a son in the house, the father will speak a blessing of inheritance over that servant and can curse the son. Can curse. Why did Cain, why did Noah curse the son? Because it was a son but did not know the culture of Anna. Never let your mother say to you, hmm, never. If you have ever fought with your mother this year, go and apologize. Gather people, apologize. Your light will go out. Your light will go out. God, Jesus, Anna, your parents have not have quoted the word Jesus says, said, Anna, your parents. Number three. Let me try and so we can give you some few points before we. And number three. Anna, your spouse, and Anna, the institution of marriage. Hebrews 13, verse 4. Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. But homemongers and adulterers, God will judge. God will judge. God will judge. We're trying to change the school our children, is, our children are in. And so yesterday, my wife, myself, went to a school. And the owner said, I'm not there, but my husband was, is there. The interaction of the man, the involvement of the man in what the wife is doing, the, the respect the, when I've, ne I've never had such experience before that after I was done with the meeting the evening, I said I sent the proprietors a message and I said your husband received as well and I said upon first appearance you have a great man I did not say a great husband I said you have a great man I went to visit one of my guys I, I can call a son because it, I've been with him even before I became a pastor, taught in ministry. I went to him, visited him one day in Kumas. When I got there, whilst we were talking, he got up and said, Papa, thank my wife for me. He said, I don't want to sit. Papa, thank my wife for me. They're not married. I have never, I've hardly heard, I've not heard anybody speak. And I saw someone who, Anna, they don't have a lot of properties now, but he said, my wife has been good to me. He said, thank my wife for me. You speak to your husband anyhow. You speak to your wife anyhow. You speak to your wife anyhow. There is a prayer your spouse can pray that you go down. There is a prayer your spouse can pray. He said, Anna, Anna your spouse. Love your spouse. Honor your spouse. Appreciate your spouse. Honor your spouse. Support your spouse. It's a culture of the kingdom. It's a culture of the kingdom. It's a culture of the kingdom. Honor. So you honor your spouse. Honor the marriage institution. Honor the marriage institution. Honor the marriage institution. You see, honor is a seed you sow in marriage. And you, would, you will reap the reward of it. Every dishonor you show, 
You are teaching your children something. And they are watching. Every child you, you see that don't know, don't know how to behave themselves. Towards the opposite sex. Is someone who has seen this honor from the father to the mother or from the, or from the mother to the father. With all respect. Anna. Number two, number four. Try and then wrap up quickly. I might jump one of them. Then we pray for five minutes. Anna leadership. First Timothy 5 verse 17. 5 verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted of worthy of, of worthy of double honor. Of what honor? Double honor. Especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture say yet, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treated out the corn. And the laborer is worthy of his reward. Like Papa would say, you come to the other kill and you say, man of God, if this deal go through, I'll give you $100,000. When the deal goes through, you forget. You see, it is not that which you say in your mouth that only can for dishonor is what you say in your heart. Ah, God, if you let this deal go through, I'll buy this for the church. God, if you let this thing go through, Papa, you don't, Papa, I don't want to talk. God knows my heart. Oh Lord, you know my heart. This you go to God. I am driving to Papa's house. I'm dropping fifty thousand dollars. When the deal go to went through, fifteen across the door. So, my money ten. I didn't make the covenant in church. Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and Sapphira. He said, "When you discard, it was in you. They, you were, no, no, no. But after it came, you change your mind." This Anna. So, Anna leadership. People in authority. Oh, my. Let me, let me, let me end on this one. Anna, those who have gone ahead of you. First chapter 24, verse 1. David comes with his men. And they see Saul. Saul at a place of vulnerability. Saul at a place where he's vulnerable. And they said unto David, kill Saul. And David said, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth my hand against him, seeing he is the Lord. Someone had to pay the price for you to be where you are, and not those who have gone ahead of you. When you enter into a community, you buy a land at the place. Some of you have bought lands. You can't build. Because you, you, are, you are waiting for somebody. And not those who went there first to build. And not people. And not people. I, I moved to a place. And there was this old man who always was sitting at the stop. And then one day I was going out and he called me. He said, my son, come. And I went up. He said, I've, I've, I've seen you. I like the way you carry yourself. But since you came here, you have not come to greet me. He said, but most of you, when you are away, I'm at my top. I'm watching your house for you. I'm watching what goes there. And he was teaching me the subject of Anna. Anna, those who have gone ahead of you. Someone had to battle to death for your kind to gain recognition. Anna them. Anna them. 
Somebody had to battle for you. Somebody had to go. That is why when you before you enter into a space, read the history of the people. Read the history of the people. Do you know why sometimes some pastors are even sent to past open a church in a, in a certain community and they feel? Because they go there thinking that I have to be anointed, I have to be No. You must find out the people there. And not those who have gone ahead for, of you. Most times it will take the reference from those who have gone ahead of you to open doors for you. To open doors for you. And not those. That is why my heart bleed when I see preachers five years in ministry, ten years in ministry, trying to speak against fathers. Today, you can preach on TV. Do you know the man of God God used to open the media for Ghana? So today people speak and they can speak against Archbishop. Archbishop Williams. He was talking about how he went to the late former President Wallace, spoke to him hours about hours. He said, we need to preach the gospel on the national television. Speak, speak. And he said, the last meeting, they spoke for five hours. Then, Rollins said, open it for the archbishop, the bishop, let him preach there. That is how come media space open. But you have young people now who can speak against fathers. Speak against them. You, 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 you can enter a place and you say you are a man of God and somebody respects you, not because of you, but because of a father. Because somebody who have labored ahead of you. So you must learn how to honor those who have gone ahead of you. If somebody is even one step above you, honor them. Their recommendation can undo you. Can open door for you. Anna open doors. 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 And this is of the kingdom culture of Anna. I pray that doors will open unto us. I pray that doors open unto us. I pray that doors open unto us. I pray that doors be open unto us. You are praying shortly. You are saying that Lord, build in me the culture of Anna. Teach me the culture of Anna. Develop in me the culture of Anna. The culture of Anna. The culture of Anna. The culture of Anna. You develop Anna by learning from people. Learning from people. At a wedding last two weeks, a senior man of God was there. He watched the way Papa was treating his wife. And he tapped me and he said, I am learned, I've learned something from your father. Learn, learn. Build the culture of Anna. Build the culture of Anna. Doors will open. Doors will open. Doors will open. Leadership is not wicked, I'm telling you. There is a way you can massage. Anna is the lubricant. That massages the ego of authority. Anna is the lubricant. It doesn't matter how power is. There is a way you can massage. The best way to massage authority is Anna. The best way. The best way. You can get any person to do things for you when you honor them. You can get people to do things for you when you honor them. When you honor them. When you honor them. Lord, let the culture of Anna be built among us. Let the culture of Anna be built among us. Let the culture of Anna be built among us. When there is Anna, the oil flows. When there is Anna, miracles happen. When there is Anna. And Jesus could not do mighty works. 
Because the people dishonored him. When there is honor. When there is honor. There is honor. Grace flow when there is honor. This morning let grace flow. 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 In the name of Jesus. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teachings shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-077-788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries, The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life GH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love, grace, and peace of our Lord be with you always.